You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday afternoon, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sassfin Securities. Uh, David, let's go straight to the Stock Exchange News Service. A company that I used to look at many, many years ago called Altron came out with results yes, today. Yeah. Is it one that you watch? Mm. And then what is the status of the company at the moment? You know, they, they um, unbundled um, Byte Technology, which is the yes. UK arm, I think, which was a big earner and is doing quite well on the JSC. They look, they're still left with the remnants of what was Eltron. Um, they've got, you know, they've got some decent businesses there. Um, it, it's hard to read it. There was a lot of information, a lot of numbers mm. to go through. And, you know, when you pick up a stock that you don't own, that you're watching and you say, do I really want to just plow through this for, uh, am I going to buy it? And probably the answer was no. So I looked at it from a, you know what I mean? I looked at it from a, from a, from an overview. It's, it seems okay. They, they should be in the, the one area that I like, Lindsay, is, is I don't know what you can call it. Uh, um, it's been referred to as, as digital um, transformation. In other words, it means taking companies that used to have their servers under their desk, yeah. um, taking them onto the cloud, which is it, which is a special. I, I, you know, where I heard the word was from the Accenture CEO Julie Sweet, hmm. and uh, she said there are thousands of businesses. So anybody in that area should be doing well because every company needs to change the way that they keep their data. First of all, it's having it offline is much safer. You've got much better controls. Strangely enough. Uh, more flexible, uh, more efficient, and so on. So for for those businesses, they should be doing well. That's why any IT company with the right skills, uh, you know, should be should be um, getting good business as companies migrate. So yeah, they are in that area. Strangely enough, they didn't do well, and I think one of the reasons that they didn't do well is that uh, so many businesses were in lockdown and couldn't kind of carry on with that. It, it, it was a I very see, difficult period. I see Altron as, as something that I used to know in the uh, early 2000s. I remember Altron and Altec. Mm. And I thought, and it just seems to me that they haven't moved forward. They're sort of old old, yeah. old tech, not new tech, yeah. if you see what I mean. Yeah, exactly. No, you're dead right. It's exactly like that. Um, they've got a few decent businesses um, that, that, you know, track motor cars and issues like that. But they're not a, they're not, um, at the forefront of technological change. Um, that's why I'm no. saying the one area was transforming companies. Mm. You know, but but it's 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 more providing a service than providing technology like uh, Salesforce does, who's got the kind of software that enables companies to take advantage and use the data for you know to make themselves more efficient. Accenture is another one. I suppose these are the big businesses. But anyway, look. They're, they're, they're a decent enough business. I think what has been exposed is how much they actually need it, um, but. Yes. So, um, but uh, give management a chance. I'm, I'm neither here nor there. I watch it from a distance, but I've got no strong views on the company. Uh, our friend Mia Kruger from Kruger International, who we speak to uh, once a week on another platform, mm. David, uh, loves Sabanya Stillwater. We know that. She's a devotee yes. of that uh, company, yes. as are so many other people. And they came out with a cautionary announcement today. What, what was that all about? You know, uh, Froneman, Neil Froneman, the CEO, has been talking about it and hinted that he was going to do a deal which is in 
uh, nickel, and um, I think it's it's mainly nickel mm. um, that he's 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 going into. It's a small business. Um, I think there's, um, you know, it's a it, it's a small business, but he's branching away from where he was. You know, he was um, mainly he started off in gold. Uh, he took old mines and says, you know, we're going to, um, you know, do you know what I mean? He's um, he, he was taking old mines that he was going to take as much as he could out of these old gold mines and pay you very high dividends. And then he transmogrified, I think, if that's a word, into, word, into a, a platinum and palladium company. And now he's going into, which is, I think, copper and nickel, which are going to be the kind of metals of the future. So he's going in the right direction. He's not scared to move away and to take, to take chances. So credit to him. I like to watch him. I like to know where he's going. I've got a lot of uh, you know credit to, uh, for him. I, I think he's a he's a first class manager. He's he's not scared. He understands. He takes the you know he takes the risk and he tries to grow the business. And he was tough with the, the unions as well. I mean, like I'm, I'm not saying this is a good game, thing. You know, I'm just saying he took on the unions as well, and he wasn't nasty to yeah. them. He didn't say, right, unless you uh, agree to this 5% increase, you're all going to be sacked. He didn't do that. But he sat down no. as a miner, as a digger, and sat mm. down with the unions, and I think they respected him for that. Yeah. And he's, he's down the line. You know, he's, he's, he's down the line. He sits there and he explains exactly yes. um, what it's like. You know, he's not, he's not an emotional, he's not a political man. What is interesting is that he's highly critical of South Africa yes. and their mining policy mm-hmm. and government. And he's straightforward. He's open. And what does he do? He's buying, he bought still water, which is probably double the size of his, of his company, but that was out in, uh, I don't know, North Dakota or some, somewhere in the north of America. It's uh, in, in, literally in the still waters. And now this one is in uh, Brazil. Mm. So I don't know how big it is. I don't know how you know how, how 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 big it is. But what is happening is that he's moving like so many other mining houses, saying, "I don't like your policy here. I can't grow it. It's too complicated. We're going to look for. We're going to take our capital and we're going somewhere else. Yeah, we're going outside of South Africa. Very strong message." It is a strong message. I mean, he says it regularly on media. Well, not regularly, but whenever he's probed, he, he is highly critical of the, our minerals and resources policy here. And now, I mean, you know, as people say that horrible phrase, skin in the game, instead of just talking about it, he goes overseas and he gets still mm-hmm. water and mm-hmm. he gets the new nickel uh, copper collaboration, yeah. Yeah. whatever it's called. Uh, but yes, yeah. so yeah, it is a message. No, good, good luck to him, but it, there is a message there. And it's happened to so many of our other businesses. Um, Anglo's does very little business here anymore. I mean, most of their expansion is outside of, of South Africa. Goldfields doesn't exist here anymore. Um, Glencore doesn't exist here anymore. So, uh, you know, those are, those are the top BHP, Anglo's, um, Glencore, the top three mining houses on, our, on the JSC in terms of market cap, global market cap. They don't do business here. Mm-hmm. So uh, now you've got Sabanya. Uh, where more than half the assets will be outside of South Africa. I'm, I'm taking a guess. I haven't got the exact figures. How long can, but, com- uh, how long can companies mm-hmm. that don't do business in the, within the borders of the Republic of South Africa, how long can they last on the JSE? For example, Anglo Gold Ashanti. I know there's Reserve Bank um, yep. foreign exchange uh, considerations mm-hmm. to, to, to be uh, taken into account, David. But if you don't do anything in South Africa, why are you listed in South Africa apart from the legacy issue and also the capital gains and all the other things? Legacy, yeah. 
You know, I, I, I think it's very difficult if you only have a few shareholders, mm. uh, even if, and, and, and I, th- I still think that Anglo Gold has a lot of local shareholders. So it's very difficult to, um, you know, to move away. And because of our exchange controls, you, you penalize those um, shareholders. You say yes. to them, look, we, you can't get your money out, so we're going to pay you cash. You know, that's it. That happened, remember, with the SA Breweries deal? Yeah. Uh, things like that, and uh, so various, various other options where they said, "Okay, we'll pay you cash," and um, so, so I suppose you are punishing local shareholders as well. I don't know, I don't know what the cost of it is, but that's what happened. So you do, you get companies here, Lindsay. I've got to tell you, you know, again, do not think it's. I mean, don't think it's not costing us. There's a double negative there. What I mean by that is that I look at the volumes lately, and they, they're non-existent. Mm. Um, on Friday, I think we did 11, 12 billion. Um, I was just looking now as we go into the final stages, which is about three quarters of an hour. We're at about 9 billion today. You know, yes, there might be some hectic trade in the last, you know, some um, ETF balancing or tracker balancing that takes place in the uh, closing stages. But I mean, throughout the day, there's, there's very little activity on our market. Extremely, extremely low. Yeah. So, Slightly, what that does slight, as well. Slightly disturbing, yes. It is because it takes away the skills. Yeah. You know, you 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 can't how many how many international companies have we lost here, you know, that have gone and closed their offices here from Deutsche to I don't know who else, you know, um and quite a lot. And uh so all those houses, Macquarie, you know, that used to dominate the research. Uh, and dominated the international broking scene are not there anymore. It's only it'll be like a standard bank, and that's nothing more than a lost leader within the whole group, you know, within the standard bank group or within the net bank group, and so on. But I think it's very, very difficult for institutional um, brokers and, and you know the, the the brokers that we knew that I grew up with for them to survive now. And I think the only ones that do survive would be like. You know, you know, like Nick's crowd, Sunlum, which is part of a major um, insurance company. Yes. You know, they can afford they can afford to have their analysts and everything, and just uh, uh, pay the salaries. It's not reliant on on um, you know on what they bring in. What does this mean for the banks as well, David? Because obviously, there's banks. Yeah. In other words, you go to the bank and you uh, transact, or you do it online, or mm. you go to an ATM or something, and that's the retail side of things. But what happens if the South African economy continues to shrink and South African companies go overseas yeah. and then no yeah. longer become part of the domestic uh, scene? Their M and A activity, mm. the, all those fees, uh, certainly mm. shrink as well, don't they? Exactly. Absolutely. You know, that's it, it, it's been quite evident there that that's also been going down. At one stage, uh, they made a lot of money through the BEE transactions. Yes. You know, because every company had to do a, uh, a BEE transaction, so they made money there. But there's not a lot of activity. You know, there's an odd deal here and there and an odd rights issue, but not enough to maintain, uh, you know, to maintain these big businesses. A uh, bit of fundraising, a uh, bit of, sorry, you know, capital raising for businesses and that. But, it, you know, in my mind, and I, I haven't got the numbers, and, uh, but, but you, can, you can feel that it's shrinking. You can just have a look at business day and you can see how thin the paper has become yes. you know, because there's not gossip. There's no, there's no <laughs> advertising. There's no, yeah, we need it. We I need know. stories. Tell me about I it. Saw, and you know something? The biggest mystery in my life 
is a company called Ascendus. Now, Ascendus, I Ascendus never, Health, yes. Mm, I've never looked at the company. Why? Because it's a 500 million rand company. Yes. You know, and, but every day it occupies, what, what do you call it, columns in the newspaper. Column inches, yes. Column, in, a, yes. column inches. Yes. Why? Because it, there's stories there, you know, and the journalists are searching for something to say. <laughs> We're looking at Ascendus or Bell Equipment which is another company, which is a minor company, very, very small, that are making huge headlines because uh, there's, there's nothing else to talk about. Talking about uh, um, uh, headlines, um, mm. what, what, I saw a tweet from you the other day and I thought, what is he talking about, the cum X um, oh, yes, a, a yes, story? Yes. Well, what, what is that? Mm. And then I saw it this morning on a couple of uh, different, different websites. What is the yeah, scandal yeah. there? And it's, it involves a Johannesburg-based bank, of course, and London-based. Yeah, I, I, I'm, gay. I try, I'm going to try and explain it. Please do. And, uh, but I don't know the exact way that they work because this, this was done in Ireland. But, but think about this, okay, Lindsay. Yes. You go short, and, and I'm trying to simplify it into a very easy into very You're easy. You're going to language. have to. You're talking okay. to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you go short. Right. Okay. You sell me a uh, hundred sabanya. Right. Okay. Short. And I buy the hundred sabanya from you. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. They go ex-dividend. In other words, a dividend is paid. All right? Yes. So, so their results were out two weeks previously, and they said, right, they, whatever, yeah. the last day to, mm. to, to pay the dividend is this day. And on that day, you're saying they've gone ex-dividend. So if you buy the share, you can't take advantage of the dividend. Okay, is that what you're saying? When they ex. Yes. Yes, but you sell them to me when they are cum-dividend. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, in other words, I don't know that you're selling them short because I buy them through the JSE. Now, there are complications there which the purists are going to say, oh, you've got to borrow the shares and so on. Okay, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into that. Let's say you sell them to me, um, you sell them to me come dividend. So, I yes. buy the dividend from you. Right. On Monday, they go ex-dividend. Yes. Right. Now, just think about that. You owe me the dividend because on Monday they're ex-dividend and I'm entitled to the dividend. So what do you do? Because you don't own the shares, you're not really the owner of the shares, you're not going to receive that dividend to pass it on to me. Okay. All right, you with me? Yes, I am. Are you with me? I'm so with I you. bought it from you, come dividend. Monday the ex-dividend. But I'm looking to... Uh, yeah, so I'm looking to you for the dividend because you, I'm, I'm entitled to be paid the dividend. Right. Now, what happens on that Monday, though, you create the dividend. You just, you just make up what it is. You make up. Let's say I bought it 100 and the dividend was 20 cents. Yeah. Okay. So on Monday, technically, they will trade on the market at 80 because they, you can't buy them with a the dividend. But I'm entitled to that. I'm waiting because I bought them, even though they're trading at 80, you owe me a 20 cent dividend. So what happens is you say, okay, I'll pay it to you. And you write out a check and you pay me the equivalent. All right. 
you with me? So that's so and this was being the, okay, and, and okay. This is your theory, uh, okay. but but apparently yes. it's been put into oh, practice no. by the uh, very small yes. Irish branch no, of a Johannesburg-based bank. Okay, okay. Now, but listen to what happens now. Yes. Every dividend there is a withholding tax. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I wouldn't receive twenty rand. I would receive. Um, 16 rand. Right? Because of 20, 20% um, <laughs> withholding tax. <laughs> the government, because the company, mm. the company pays that over to the receiver. Right. This, this sounds like a, a ripe for the picking for someone who's clever. Uh, to, it's almost like yes, a huge okay. arbitrage so, operation so, going, so, right? Exactly. Mm. So what happens is the company pays at 20%. But you're not going to pay me that 20%. <laughs> you, you're not going to pay it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just going to send me a check for 16 Rand, <laughs> not for the 20. <laughs> so I'm quite happy because I've got my 16 Rand. Mm. So what happens to that 20 Rand? Oh, okay. And this is quite a big. Uh... Oh, sorry, that 40 Rand. That, uh, sorry, the. The, the well, the, the, the four rand, sorry. You the know what I mean? between you know the 16 I mean? the and the 20. 20%, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The 20% withholding tax. And just, just, just tell Where me, without that? going into too many more details, because you've already given me a headache. Um, <laughs> sorry. The, bank, the, I, I, the, the financial institution I, I, concerned, are they in trouble because of this? Well, there was obviously, it was a different, I don't know how they did it exactly. I don't, I don't know what they did, whether it was South African shares, it could have been global shares. But what I'm trying to get at, mm -hmm. there was some scheme whereby those tax certificates were issued, although there was no trade or money against them. It's the same kind of thing. Yes. That, that, do, you, do you know what I mean? Yes, I didn't I know when I bought the shares from you, you owed me the dividend. And you owed me a net dividend I got. Mm. So it's all around the creation of a short sale, paying those dividends, but not really paying that tax. Because in the company, she, you know, because it was a short sale, everything will balance out. And, you know, with, that, with thousands of shares trading, these things come out in the wash in terms of, you know, eventually you, you go and you buy back the shares and you settle the, the script settlement. So... Um, that happens all the time. But obviously, the gap, and that's what I'm trying to explain in a very easy soundbite or a very easy explanation, oh, yeah. that's where the gap is. That's where the gap was. So there's the four, that, you're talking about the 4%, the theoretical 4%. That's well, the, gap. Uh, the 20%, yeah, the 20% yeah, of the, the dividend. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. the gap. Okay. That's where the gap was in different ways. You know, it could have been, it could have been European shares. Wherever there was a withholding tax, remember the companies withhold the tax. Okay, so what Not, we're saying here, yeah. it was a loophole that was exploited, but it wasn't. It doesn't involve criminality. I don't think from what no, you no, just no, said. no. It could be. It could be criminality. Mm. Oh, okay. It could be because it could be done with intention. Mm. You know, that's the point. That's the point that that and that's where there could be yes, there might have been areas that were covered later. Yes, you might be right. They might have been covered later when they discovered, hold on a sec, there's a loophole. Mm. We've got to cover this because technically the dividend that was paid across does not come from the company's coffers. You know what I mean? They that mm. the dividend that 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 you paid me 
did not come from the profits of a company. It came from your back pocket. Okay. And with that came tax implications. So it's, it's complicated. It's very complicated. And, uh, but that's where – I was just trying to explain. That's where the issue was in those withholding tax. I didn't know the difference. I bought the income dividends. You paid me exactly what I would have got in my tax return. I just show the net dividend saying, you know, this is what I got. <laughs> the story will rumble on, I'm, I'm sure. David, yeah. um, uh, normally on a Sunday night, I, I, I look forward to watching Antiques Roadshow, Country File on the BBC. And uh, also, there's normally a, a nice football match in the afternoon. And last night, it happened mm. to be a Formula One Grand Prix race in, in the United States. So uh, my, cup was run it, my cup runneth over last night. But I have to say that despite the fact I'm usually fairly melancholy on a Sunday night, my heart sang after watching a particular sporting extravaganza <laughs> between two sets of athletes, one called Manchester United and the other called Liverpool. And I don't know, you and I, we, we've made mm. no bones about it. We have an irrational uh, dislike for Manchester United. So to watch this game, to me, was a true joy. <laughs> I, I, you, know, you know, from... From the minute, from when was it, two or three or five minutes five when the minutes. first goal was started, Zeta, you yeah. could just see a team that was in total disarray. Mm. And uh, I've been humiliated. I was, I was just in one of the tweets that I sent, I've watched uh, Rooney humiliate Arsenal yes. or Giggs humiliate normally with a goal and everybody's cheered and, you know, you felt down and uh, we've lost. But I think in front of their crowd – last night in front of Man United's, you know, normally teams of that stature rise to the occasion. In this mm. case, it was the complete opposite. It was embarrassing the last 20 minutes or 15 minutes. I think from the first, once uh, Pogba was sent off, it just became a farce. Yes. They were just saying, look, and I could see they didn't want to get injured, so they didn't want to go in and and try score any more goals. They were just playing around. It could have been 7-8-0 easily, but they, yeah, were, they just yeah. toyed with them. Yeah, that's what they, they did. They just totally, mm. and totally, and there was nothing there. There was nothing in, in, in Man United. And I think for a Man United fan, I think, I didn't even feel that bad when Arsenal went down 5-0 to Man City. It was in Man City's ground. Mm. They had a game sent off. You know, I expected it, but nothing like this. I think this was just total, total pandemonium. But it couldn't have happened to a nicer team. That's what I said. That's what I said on a, a tweet to my brothers, a message to my brothers. I said, no, they've had it too good. Did you see Alex Ferguson's face when you saw him? In, yeah. his, his nose is always red and a little bit bulbous, but it was exploding <laughs> yesterday, yeah, and he shook his head. I think that's the end of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, don't you think? Yeah. I, 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 they've got the players. Mm. They've, they've got decent players. I mean, individually. With, with Ronaldo there, with Bernard Fernandes, um, they've got the players, even Pogba. Mm. You know, these, these, but, but put them on a team, you know, put them together. They just weren't there. Luke Shaw, these, there's nothing wrong with these chaps. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't know. They just, they look pathetic. You know, the other thing is I was watching Tottenham as well on Saturday. Against West Ham. And West Ham. Yeah, they were rubbish. They, they just, they look like championship. You know, they were just scooping and running and just awful. Yeah. 
Harry Kane is not a shadow of where he was. Well, we've had this conversation. He's waiting for the January mm. transfer window. Yeah. He's, he's just yeah. trying. To, he's saying to he his was, wife, yeah, with, yeah. "And I've got a wife and three kids. Do I go to Rome? Do I go to Paris? Do mm. I go to, uh, yeah. to Barcelona? Where do yeah. I go now?" Yeah. yeah, you can see his mind is elsewhere. Totally, totally. nowhere in the game. Nowhere. Mm. Even Son, poor old Son, was just on his own. Nowhere. Mm. They were terrible. <laughs> and okay. I just I looked at that. <laughs> so I think your Man City is just going to cruise with, uh, you know, with Chelsea and um, yeah. and Liverpool. Liverpool look good. They look good. It's a it's a three pronged tournament at the moment. David, thank you very mm. much for your time this evening. David mm -hmm. Shapiro is from Sasson Securities, and that was Shapiro World. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.